0: You are listening to the Start Your Engines podcast from USA Today Sports, sponsored by NASCAR.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Start Your Engines podcast. My name is Jeff Gluck, and this week I'm joined by a very special guest, Dustin Long from NBC Sports. Dustin, this is awesome that you're joining us. Thanks for thanks for coming.
2: All right, let's go, man. Let's bring the heat. I'm excited and pumped after this. We've got Phoenix done. Only one more week, only one more week, a lack of sleep, man. I'm on sleep deprivation and I'm ready to go. And I feel like I'm channeling Mike Mulhern from years ago. Oh my God, stop me now.
1: Dustin, you're, I feel like you're yelling at me at the end of a long day here. I, I'm just like, whoa, holy cow. I was just starting to run out of energy, and now you come along. Uh, maybe this it's a race that got you so fired up because I, it got me fired up. I was pretty on the edge of my seat for like the last 60 laps there, and then the end, um, overtime when Matt Kenseth goes spinning and the whole media center was like, whoa. I mean, there's it's not a cheering in the press box. How would you describe it? No, it's just, I mean, you know, we're people.
2: I mean, we, we're going to react. And so I think a lot of people in there, you know, like, you're just going to, whoa, and just, you know, you're caught up in the moment or, or shocked. I think a lot of people are in that situation. You, you don't know what's going to happen. That's the beauty of sports. You don't know if they're going to go get through turn one okay, or or somebody's going to hit the wall, or it's going to be 12 cars that hit the wall, or what have you. So I think that's just part of the natural excitement uh, of the last few laps. And yeah, it was, it was entertaining. At the end, because you're sitting there watching this battle, and and fortunately you had the cars, you know, Logano, Bush together. You had, then you suddenly had Harvick coming up, um, and you're looking at how the points, and, and you're looking at, you know, basically these guys are racing for the championship. I mean, it's like Joey Logano said in the in the uh, media center afterwards him this was homestead because they had to race like that to get to homestead so uh you know it made it a fascinating type of thing because you just didn't know whose whose tires were going to last and you know who was going to fall back who was going to go forward were they going to make contact um and then on you know off the uh, the overtime restart you know was was harvick going to find a way i mean harvick has so much magic i you know i was sitting next to my colleague nate ryan and i was like you watch this is, is, is Harvey going to find a way to, to win this thing or, and get into the chase yet again. Um, but he just fell a little short. I almost thought he
1: would just based on the fact that he's Harvick and he's yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly. I mean, that's just, it's like, all right, it's Harvick. Okay. So bizarre stuff's going to happen. Cause he's going to win because that's what's supposed to happen at, at, at Phoenix. Kevin Harvick wins. And the only thing that denies that denies that to him over the last three years was rain and Dale
1: Earnhardt jr. That's a good point. That's a very good point. I, you know, it's funny, like, this, this race was going on the first half. It was a little bit slow. And then you're looking at the the scoring monitor that we have here in the media center. And, you know, guys were spaced out. Kyle Busch, had, he couldn't get in the top 10 to save his life for a while. Harvick was falling backwards. I mean, it was just like, ah, I guess some of these guys didn't have it today. Then with, like, 50 laps to go or something like that, like all six of the guys who hadn't locked themselves in yet and were trying to get in were the top six. Like, that's amazing. How does this keep happening Like where they can elevate their game like that? Well, I, was, I mean, it. you know, I
2: guess, and, and, and you know, it reminds me of a slogan I think NASCAR had uh, a few years ago, something like, you, you know, you have to watch the whole race to, 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 to see how it really develops and, 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 and the flow of it. And it's just, you know, that was kind of it. Like you said, early on, I mean, you know, harvick was falling like a rock kyle bush couldn't do anything hamlin was you know hamlin was having success but then uh you know at the end everything kind of gets crazy and they all get put in a situation and then and you, you know then everybody's got to make gutsy calls um you know i talked to mike wheeler crew chief for denny hamlin after the race and i said hey you know can you explain why you didn't pit there at that one stop toward the end and where everybody else did And he says look we were behind the guys that we had to beat to get into the championship round and we were on e- we were equal cars so we had to do something to leapfrog and we had talked about this ahead of time that you know we would have to make you know make some decisions now in one sense people look at it and i think a lot was made at the time it's like oh my gosh this is an incredibly risky call but I think the way that they looked at it, and I, is look, we're, we're even with the cars that we have to beat. We can't. We haven't been able to get around them. Uh, we've got to do something. So it's it. This isn't maybe the most optimal thing, but we this is our move. Is it risky? Not as much because we don't know if we if we don't do anything, then we don't know if our chances if we're going to make it. So let's do something. So I don't. I don't felt it wasn't a hail mary. Is what Mike said, and and he's right. Um, you know, based off of their situation, I think. Uh, The way he explained it is they kind of had, I'm not going to say they had their hand forced, but look, if if you've been running even with the guys you're trying to pass and you can't pass them for 200 laps uh, or haven't been able to at that point in the race, then you've got to try to do something else to uh, make your move. So, you know, once that happened, everything started unfolding. And then, uh, you know, they actually, you know, he and Hamlin both said they both felt good about the move. Except the thing is, is then you had a caution after that, got everybody bunched together, and, and then they, 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 everybody just kind of, uh, you know, went around him, and, and, and that was kind of the end of Denny Hamlin.
1: So we'll, we'll get to the guys that, that actually moved on, but um, while we're still talking about the guys who didn't, Matt Kenseth. Oh, my gosh. I, I uh, Can you believe, like, the guy is, is a couple laps from winning. Michael McDowell blows a tire. And Michael McDowell ultimately is the reason... Michael McDowell's tire is the reason that Matt Kenseth's not moving on, essentially. Like, that's kind of hard to take in some ways, isn't it? I mean, but I know that's the format, but wow. I
2: mean, that's racing. I mean, you know, William Byron was, what, 12 laps away from advancing in the truck championship round and and blows an engine. And there's the winningest driver in the truck series doesn't make it, so...
1: You have no sympathy for these guys. If they haven't won, you're like, sorry. No, I mean, it's just... I mean...
2: You know, in my like I said, my colleague Nate Ryan and I. You know, Nate disagrees with me, and and that's fine. And it, um, but uh, look, you guys know what the rules are going in, and, and this is the way it is. And um, you know, I and as I said, I think every every playoff format in every sport, um, you know, it just kind of is is more of an entertainment thing. I mean, if you really want to find out who's the best, then. You know, Major League Baseball, you play 162 games. You don't need a World Series. uh, You know, for the NFL, you play your 16 games. Whoever's got the best record. You you know, you don't need the Super Bowl. But that's not how sports work. That's not how things work. So that's just part of sports. Uh, You know, Nate disagrees with me on that, and and he wrote about that on our our site um, at at NBCSports.com slash NASCAR. And, uh, you know, made some interesting points, and and I see what he's saying. So it it, – but, yeah, you know –
1: but, Dustin, you're so cold.
2: I, I, you are cold. I, I am cold. And it's just, you know, I'm sorry, but it's just like life isn't fair, so why should so, so why should uh, sports be? I mean, you know, if we're going to make sure that, the you know, the winningest driver gets in and, what, after the third round, the winningest driver automatically advances the championship round and doesn't have to worry about the next three races, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm against that. You know, you you roll the dice and that's what happens. And, and if somebody's hotter the last part of a season or whatever sport it is, Um, you know, I haven't seen too many people complaining about, you know, who won uh, the Super Bowl World Series uh NBA finals or whatever in years where it wasn't the team with the best overall record.
1: Well, listen though, honestly, so this this though was different than a, a fluke. Um, this wasn't the same as blowing an engine because this was, I'm gonna say, in Matt Kenseth's control. And even if he thought um that he was clear, you would think in that situation, I know he's going for the win. But he even said afterwards, well, no, I, you know, I didn't need to dive down there. I was just diving down because I was clear, but I could have rolled the middle. I could have rolled the top and been just fine. We were doing just fine with that earlier. So I'm thinking to myself, well, why then? Why why wouldn't you just be a little bit cautious?
2: No, it's easy. I want to block everybody. I want to block the low line. I want to block the high line. <laughs> well, I'll cost them. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's part of it. I mean, you know, if you're going to stick your butt out there, it, it, and, and not saying that you know he, he got wrecked because he was blocking. I mean you know Bush Kyle Bush hits Alex Bowman and Bowman gets into him. So I mean there's a lot of different factors. And Bowman, you know, look Alex Bowman's on the front row next to Matt Kenseth on an overtime restart at his hometown track. Uh, a year ago he's driving Tommy Baldwin Racing's equipment, which okay you know nothing against Tommy, but that's not you know that's not going to be up at the top front of the field. Uh, at a track like this um he knows you know alex bowman knows that he's you know he's out of the 88 you know after next week at homestead this is his shot to win the race he's also got you know logano and kyle bush and kevin harvick right behind him we're going to be like you know as soon as that green drops they're going to be up his rear um you know trying to get make sure they secure a spot in the chase it's go time i mean it's uh you know, and Nate and I were talking about if there's a certain etiquette or a certain way you're supposed to race. Or this and, I, and and again, maybe I'm just cold-hearted, but it's like two to go. We're racing for the win. And again, you, you're essentially, you're not even racing with two laps, not even racing the final two laps. The overtime line was outside of turn two. You're racing to that line. You're racing essentially a half a mile away to get to that point to be in the lead in case something happens you know, it's a big boy sport, you know, everybody puts the big boy pants on and, and, and goes and, and, and you see what happens. So I think there were a lot of different factors. Um, and I, you know, you, you know, I know Chris Osborne spotter for Matt Kenseth, you know, feeling bad because he's, you know, he cleared Matt, but I, there were so many things that happened, um, on that. I don't think there's really anybody to blame. I think what it is, it's, it's a restart with two to go and, and everybody's racing with so much at stake that that's what's going to happen. I mean, look, if it, if it's uh, if it's at Homestead with two to go and overtime restart and you've got you know all four guys for the championship or three of the four up in the front spots, yeah, you're probably going to see some contact.
1: I, I just i I think that I feel like a little bit bad. I, I understand what you're saying; it's sports and all that stuff. But I just feel bad, like especially when somebody's so close and I, and they've, they're they're doing all the right it's things. Heart, it's heart wrench. I mean, you feel you. I mean, you feel bad, but it's
2: again, it's it's. You know, what are you going to do? I
1: know. I know. It's professional sports. Um, but, man. So, uh, Carl Edwards, Jimmy Johnson, Joey Logano, and Kyle Bush, And for Joey Logano and Kyle Bush to make it, they ultimately had to finish 1-2. I mean, we talk about raising the game, raising their game and stuff like that. Um, the Homestead winners have... Have been the guys that have won the race the last two years, and now you have a situation where the elimination guys to get through in Phoenix had to finish one-two. I
2: mean, this was the the first year, right? In the in the third round, that uh, three of the four that advanced the championship round won because I think there's in years past there's been. Uh, well, Jimmy's never gone to the uh, the final round before in this format, and he's won Texas the previous year. So this is the first time all three winners in the round of eight or whatever they're calling it uh, won races and only one person advanced on points this year. So, I mean, it certainly shows how competitive things are, and especially among this group and what it takes to uh, – uh, to win, and, and you, you fully expect the same thing is going to happen at Homestead. That, you know, unless something bizarre happens, you're going to have these guys around one, two, three, four, or, or, you know, four of these guys will be in the top five, top eight, top 10, something like that. And, you know, fully expect the winner to come out of this group. Doesn't mean it won't, it doesn't mean somebody else can't win. I mean, you know, Alex Bowman nearly did that today, and, and uh, that would have really thrown a, a, a wrinkle into things had he done so, and, uh, and it would have been quite a story as well. It's
1: interesting. Kyle Busch gets that one spot on points and he had to, his three finishes in this round were um, fifth, fifth and second. That would not have worked though with two laps to go because even if he had passed Logano at that point um, he would have lost the tiebreaker. So ultimately fifth, fifth second works, but he was just very short way from it not working. And that's, That's crazy because three top fives, one with a second place finish to say, well, that's not good enough. That's really competitive. I mean, you, you said it, but that's, Wow, that's that's well, pretty intense.
2: I think the issue is, like I said, you know, people talk about, you know, in the first round it's about survival. Second round, top ten. and then third round, it's top fives. And I think the question for NASCAR is, how do you, for the fan base, how do you get that first round to where it's got to be more? And again, when you have sixteen drivers, it's going to be hard to say you got to finish top five. Um, but I think, you know, this is the type of racing that that that. NASCAR envision vision for the chase is everybody going for it and all the pressure at the last 60 laps. Now, how do you make it, you know, throughout the third round, how, through, how do you make it throughout the previous round and what can you do to make it even more competitive for the first round, even though you've got 16 guys in there um, and, and realistically all you have to do is finish average finish, I think what 10th or 12th or something like that to advance. So um, I think that's, that, that's part of the challenge. Again, it, it's also, it builds, but I think for the, for, for the sport, I think, you know, especially with, you know, starting up the chase around football season, I think you need to have a a big splash. And I think that's, that's the challenge because, you know, as the chase develops and I think this year's kind of been, you know, every year is going to be a unique year. And I think this year has been a unique year in the sense, and I think we've kind of, you know, you've talked about it before, just there's, it, 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 you've kind of been waiting for things to happen. I mean, last year, everything exploded in the second round with, with, with Lugano and Kenseth, and, and there have been some other great battles in the past, but it was like this year, there was, there's been good racing, but it's just like you've just been kind of waiting on what's that overriding storyline or what's that big thing that everybody's going to be talking about at the water cooler on Monday, and sometimes... It hasn't been maybe as obvious or as, as 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 yeah, I mean as obvious as what you know when Kenseth and 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 Joey Logano get into it at Kansas or when they get into you know the incident at Martinsville last year. So um, I think that's kind of the you know one of the challenges. But it it this 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 has kind of been building and, and look if it uh, if Homestead can match the last sixty laps of uh, sixty seventy laps in particular tonight. Um, uh, man, it, I mean, it's, it's going to be a fantastic, uh, fantastic race to watch.
1: Yeah. I really enjoyed this one. Um, this to me was not only the best chase race of the season, but it was one of the best chase races ever. And I'm including, um, the old style chase dating back 2004. I just think, and I'm not saying it was the best cause there's been, I mean, like the 2011, um, Homestead, for instance, was incredible, but this is one of the best ones. I mean, this was really thrilling. This was exactly what the chase was supposed to be, um, I think, when they came up with this new format. It just really, it was awesome. And uh, I'll tell you, Dustin, who else it was awesome for, and that's Joey Logano. And uh, I got a chance to speak with him a little bit earlier in Victory Lane, so let's check that out all right we're here in victory lane with joey logano joey uh i didn't expect to see you here uh this late about 60 laps to go i didn't think you were going to be sitting here i didn't think so either
0: (laughs) you know we were able to uh you never know what's going to happen i keep your head in the game and um you know we were pressuring so hard um you know especially that last uh last green flag run you said 50 60 lap run there and uh you know the, the 88 passed me the 18 passed me the force pressure of me is due to go and i couldn't let him pass me unless i was out and um you know he raced me clean which i appreciate and then uh, next thing you know on that restart we end up in the lead and we're like whoa <laughs> what happened here so just a uh, crazy nascar race and at its finest and uh, it's so much fun to be a part of something like that and uh, you know to be able to race with so much on the line you know uh, we, everyone talks about the pressure but how cool is it to have the pressure Not everyone's got that. There's only four drivers with the pressure on them right now,
1: and uh, that's an amazing opportunity. How much did you know late in the race? Because, like, when you were in second and Kyle was in third, even if he had passed you, you had the tiebreaker. So, but I didn't know if you were aware of it, like, you could have still given up a spot. Like, were you being kept in the loop about all that stuff?
0: Yeah, I was. I knew I couldn't let the four pass me. Um, I I knew if I finished right behind Kyle, I was in good shape. Uh, (laughs) I was about to lose that spot, so it was so close, which
1: is crazy. What was your reaction when you saw Kenseth spinning out into turn one? I was just trying not to get into it.
0: Uh, you know, when you, I saw, um, you know, Kyle Kyle was in a do-or-die moment, and he was pressuring him to, to go three wide into that corner, and I saw that in my left-side mirror, and I was like, oh, boy. And, uh, and the 80s is trying to defend that spot and trying to win his first race, and I saw how hard he drove in there. I was like, that ain't going to work. <laughs> so I started checking up early, expecting them to come sliding up, and I was going to have to turn up underneath them, and that's what we were
1: able to do. Um, are, are you going to go out and win this championship? Cause I feel like, uh, you've got a pretty decent shot now. You didn't think so before? Well, you, I didn't think you were going to be in it before. We're With 60 laps to go.
0: We're going to win this thing. I can't wait. Uh, this is going to be a, a, a fun week coming up. I can't wait to, to go through everything that, uh, you know, you, you go through, um, you know, before you get to homestead and while you're down there and, and, and all the, the things that happen. So, uh, I'm looking forward to the opportunity.
1: Now, Joey, is it true that you may have dropped temporarily misplaced your wedding ring again today? Joey, stop! Your wife's gonna kill you.
0: I well No, she's with me. She's cool about that stuff. I got a cool wife. That's the that's the best thing about my wife. She's uh she's she has fun with me, and and uh, we we joke around a lot, <laughs> which is good because there's so much pressure here that I'm able to, to shut it off with her. And I don't know. I, I got out of the car and I had it, but uh, I know I got so excited when I got out of the car. My hands are wet, and it just kind of slipped and. Uh, <laughs> um the good thing is we found it um stretch my front end mechanic he has it so uh that's a good thing because that would have been number two
1: (laughs) yeah i guess you you maybe owe him a a little beverage or something like that
0: oh i'm sure there'll be plenty of beverages tonight
1: (laughs) sounds good well thanks for joining us and we'll we'll talk to you soon all right thanks so obviously a very happy joey logano it was fun to chat with him he smells like terrible beer by the way beer and champagne he smelled terrible that and sweat Yes, that and sweat. Yes. Did you know? Uh, it's crazy that uh, he lost his wedding ring again, and then somebody came in in the middle of his interview in the media center and came back and gave it to him.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's funny how that keeps happening to him. So um, maybe he maybe maybe they need to get some duct tape. That's what the team ought to do is get him some duct tape as a joke uh, to uh, to make sure it stays on his finger or something like that. So, but uh, you know, yeah, lose your ring, get it back, win the win the race, go to the championship. Pretty good day.
1: (laughs) Yes. And, uh, you know, what, what, let's, let's talk about his, um, his homestead chances because um, here's a guy who has been in the Final Four before. He's only 26 years old. He's in his second one now. And now he says he has more experience. Um, You know, do you, do you give him a pretty decent shot to win it or are all, are all four of them have the same shot? I mean, how do you handicap this?
2: Well, I mean, think about Jimmy Johnson hasn't been to homestead in this format so he, that's true he doesn't have that experience and edwards last was competing for homes for the championship at homestead 11 and so he essentially has that type of experience because with with tony going against tony stewart that was essentially one-on-one i mean that was that was just a two person chase at that point with the way the points were um yeah so i mean you look at it joey logano kyle bush are the experienced ones in in this format so not jimmy johnson um you know i think that uh it, 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 it. What's interesting is is you know the Gibbs cars have been so strong all year, um, but they don't. You don't sense that they've been as strong during the chase. And and Edwards has been up and down. Now he ran well at Texas earlier this year, so in one sense it wasn't surprised that he won Texas because he was really good at Texas earlier in the year. Um, the question, and, and I think that, that helps them or they feel confident because they'll use that same tire they've run at Texas at Homestead and and they used it also at Chicago. Um, because I'm, I'm really interested with Edwards because that team's kind of been hit or miss at times, and maybe it's just that these tracks, this tire lines up well for Carl um, and, and that they've been able to put themselves in a good position in the chase to advance, and they took advantage of situation at Texas to win um you know Johnson uh the way that he he was so strong at the beginning of the chase leading so many laps dominating um you know he was strong at at Charlotte won there and 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 he's had his success uh you know he's cooled off a little bit since the Martinsville win but uh it's it's hard to discount him um I don't know it's just it's just really fascinating you know I it's it's with Logano, um, I didn't think that they were as strong, but they've picked it up. And, and one of the things that, that Todd Gordon, the crew chief, talked tonight, and he he told me after their Talladega win, said the same thing was just pressure situations, Joey steps up. Now, that's, I mean, all these guys have to, otherwise, they're not going to become the champion or, or be the, the champion like drivers that they are. Um, but that is you know how he's been able to step up and perform in, in some clutch situations. And, and that was one thing I asked him in the press conference was just what he learned from that experience two years ago. And, and he feels like that experience has helped will help him this time around. Um, and I know I'm not giving you really any straight answers.
1: No, I mean, honestly, I was kind of glad that because I was stalling for myself, I, I this is so hard to pick. I keep going back and forth, you know, I keep first I'm like, well, Jimmy, you know, he they're, he and Chad are gonna come there and dominate and and go for their seventh, and they'll they'll just get it done. And then I'm like, mm, I don't know, maybe not. And then I think, well, no, Kyler Edwards. I mean, you know, they they've had the, the strongest year, the strongest team all year, so maybe they'll do it. And then, like you said, I mean, Gibbs hasn't been as as strong in the chase. Is
2: overwhelming as what they were early in the year, and I think that's kind of the thing. Is is they
1: haven't won a race in the chase, have they?
2: Well, he did win the Edwards at Texas. Oh, you're duh! Right. Yeah, you're right. So, so. so then that oh, was, was dumb. That was the first. That was the first one of the uh, that they'd won. It was the first one they'd won since Richmond with Hamlin. At the, at right. The chase right. Starts, so um, it's. Um, I don't. I don't know. It's just. Uh, I, I'm going to probably need a couple more days to kind of uh, think about this more. But you know. It's going to come down to probably the little things. I mean, in 2014, one of the things that hurt Logano and they talked about today was, you know, the jack, the car falling off the jack on a late pit stop. I mean, it could be something simple as that. Uh, you know, we've seen in the years past where guys have got run, hit debris and, and punched up the nose of their car. I think Stewart had that in, what, 11 and, and still won. And and Johnson, I think, had that problem one year uh, and, and overcame that. Um, so, uh, it, I mean, it's a lot of little things. It could be, you know... All of a sudden, pulling up to pit on pit road has become an issue. You know, Jimmy Johnson and Martin Truex Jr. penalized for it. So, uh, is there some other rule? I mean, I don't expect that to be an issue next week because everybody in the garage is going to be quite aware of it after today. But is there another rule that's going to come up? Or is there another way where drivers are going to feel like, you know what, this is like the last two minutes of an NBA game. The officials aren't going to call it, so I'm going to push it a little bit more? And maybe they get away with it, and maybe officials say, "No, it you cross the line." And all of a sudden, that could change the whole dynamic. Uh, so I, I, it's, it's, it's just a lot of fascinating things, and it's it's going to be fun. On, uh, it's going to be fun on, on Sunday on NBC.
1: Well, I, I know who's going to win the race, and I can tell you, sitting here right now in the Phoenix Media Center, um, I, I know it's going to be Kyle Larson. So this is going to be the first year where um, the, the he's going to win the Xfinity race, right? Yeah,
2: maybe he's going to sweep. I don't even know if he's in the trucks. Maybe he'll just sweep the weekend. It'll be the Kyle Larson weekend. We'll forget about the championship.
1: Well, this is going to be the first year where the the champion doesn't win the race because Larson's going to be the spoiler. And so it's going to be a race for second, in my opinion. What do you think?
2: Well, what about Alex Bowman? What if the 88 can be, you know, I mean, look how strong the Hendrick cars have been lately. I mean, obviously today's not a mile and a half track, but they, they, they've been strong in the mile and a half. So what if Alex Bowman, you know, Last, last race, the last ride in the 88, uh, and does the handoff to Dale Earnhardt jr. And Victor lane at, 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 Homestead Miami speedway. How about that?
1: That would be, that would be quite good for NASCAR. I think it'd be very interesting, but, uh, there's anything can happen. And so we'll obviously have to check it out next week. I have no idea. Dustin has no idea. Um, but we're very much looking forward to seeing what's going to happen in the final race of the season. Dustin, thank you so much for joining us on the start your engines podcast.
2: All right, fired up and ready to go.
1: Wow, this is scary, folks. I'm getting out of here. Thanks, you guys, for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Chase the cars we race.
0: Visit www.nascar.com slash chase promo to enter for a chance to win a new Chevrolet SS Performance sedan, Ford Fusion Sport, or Toyota Camry XSE. No purchase necessary. Contest ends November 20th, 2016. It's open to all legal residents of the United States and Washington, D.C. You must be 18 or over. For rules, visit nascar.com slash chase promo. <laughs>